Welcome to Chocolate Chat Cafe, Candid Conversations, a podcast designed to give moms and women a place to have real, raw, and authentic dialogue, all while helping build a thriving business and a life of joy and freedom. Hi, I'm your host, Tamara C. Gooch, founder and CEO of Pink Pearl LLC, certified master life and business coach, international best-selling author, transformational speaker, travel professional, and trainer. Now, as moms and business owners, our time is valuable. That's why this show is short on time and big on action. So each episode will dive into candid conversations around various topics, ultimately learning what it means to work smarter, grow our influence, never stop learning, and flourish in business, family, and in life. So grab your drink of choice, sit back, and let's chat. So today, I have the pleasure of having, and you know what, I do not want to mess up your last name, I have the pleasure of having Joe. Can you please pronounce your last name? <laughs> Ebisujima. 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 That is so beautiful. <laughs> I have the pleasure of having Miss Joe. It's a Ebisujima. <laughs> okay. Who is a British born, Japanese living, multi passionate entrepreneur and best selling author who lives among the rice paddies just north of Tokyo. She helps entrepreneur moms get organized at home with the kids and in their business so that they can have more time to build their empire. I love that. She uses an unconventional but effective combo of Montessori, which we all know that's from wrangling the kids, and Kazan. And if you all don't know what that is, am I pronouncing that right? Kaizen? Kaizen. Kaizen. For baby Kaizen. steps in Kaizen. Yeah. For baby steps in business and life. That's a, a method used for that to help you get things done. Today, Joe is going to be talking with us about something we as moms try to master. <laughs> but we're not that good at mastering. And she is the master at teaching us on time management and tech savvy for today's mom. Hello, 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 Joe. Nice to have you on. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, awesome, awesome. So can you introduce yourself to our listeners? And just kind of share with them a little bit about you um, outside of what you do and what you're known for. Okay. Hey, um, like you said, I'm a Brit. I'm in Japan. I came here to teach English for a year, and that was 20 years ago. So uh -huh. <laughs> I uh, ended up marrying a local, and yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Um, and, and I'm multi-passionate. I just 
you know, there's that whole thing about niching down, but I, I can't do that because I have too many things that I want to do and love and, you know, I love travel, um, exploring new cultures and which kind of got me here in the first place. And also things like, uh, like the Montessori, I got interested in that when I was pregnant with my son and, and grew a blog from that and that's how I ended up online really was uh, learning about Montessori and uh, blogging about it because back then my son's a teen now so back then um, there weren't really any Montessori bloggers that were blogging about stuff that was going on at home it was all Montessori teachers so I just started my own little thing and that's basically where it all grew from that is awesome awesome now what made you move to japan um love of culture and travel and the excitement of the unknown i suppose Mm -hmm. so i'd already lived in italy and israel and then um yeah, I saw a job advert for teaching in Japan. I thought, oh, Japan, that sounds interesting. And I applied for the job and within three weeks, I was on the plane and out here. Oh, so awesome. it's all happened really quickly. And Japan's just one of those weird places that every day, even though I've been here 20, today, 20 years, I still find things that make me go, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know... I can never get bored of it. It's just a, a weird and wonderful place to live. <laughs> awesome. That That's one place that's on my list to visit. My husband has traveled to China, Russia, and, you know, and I keep saying it, I need to get my passport and I need to get outside of the United States. So that's something I am working on yes. doing because it's, it's, I've traveled the United States since I was little, um, and so has my oldest daughter. Um, I have a 25-year-old and a 5-year-old, and my oldest was traveling on the road when she was two weeks old. But I said, now that I'm older, I want to see more, and I want to do more. But I thought as an older mom, trying to fit in that time management and, and homeschooling, I thought it was like impossible to do to have a life outside of being a mom. And I'm finding that that's so not true because there's a lot of people who travel with their kids and enjoy it and it's not stressful. So I know you mentioned that um, you're multi-passionate and I feel you on that because so am I. Um, And I struggled for a while listening to my coach and who tells me, you know, like you said, to niche down. And I just found it hard to niche down. But what is your, what do you feel your life's purpose is? And why are you so passionate about it through what you do? And it sounds like teaching moms about tech and time management is one of your main life, uh, one of the things that you're passionate about. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm a natural born teacher. It's something that I 
do without thinking and enjoy doing. Um, you know, I get great pleasure from showing other people how to do something they know how to do. So I think part of it is is the teacher side and I did teach yeah. for years I was teaching English um, all over the world um, but my actual education background is in engineering um, okay. I did electronics and electronic and uh, electronic imaging and media communications mm -hmm. so I'm very much um, loving the tech and I th mm -hmm. think these days women have got such a great opportunity because of the internet and there's so many amazing apps and time-saving things that we can use but on the flip side it's also time-sucking you know you don't mm -hmm. get onto facebook to know that you can just lose hours of your life yeah <laughs> looking yes. at cat videos or whatever so i think <laughs> i love the tech i think it's a double-edged sword that sometimes yeah. it's helping you to get more organized and get more done but on the flip side you can just lose half a day without realizing it. Exactly. And, and I know we have to be very mindful of that. Me. Yeah. I so have to be mindful not doing that. Um, having the ability to just sit and scroll through. Um, so was there something that you personally experienced that kind of helped push you in the direction of what it is that you're doing today? Um, yes. So, like I mentioned before, I started with the Montessori blog and mm -hmm. I wasn't really running that as business. I was just doing it for fun. And I'd started a little Etsy shop where I was selling sewing patterns and Montessori type PDFs okay. and the things that I was making. Oh, and Japanese fabric. So I I'd got that kind of going on the side. So my son was a toddler when I started. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it wasn't bringing in a lot of money. It was bringing in pocket money. I was just basically making enough money so I could fly back home once a yeah. year. That was the whole aim. Yeah. And then um, we had the big earthquake, the Great Tohoku earthquake, tsunami, Fukushima meltdown. And that was the, the day everything changed. So I realized that if something had happened we we were close enough to feel it it was a big earthquake but oh, wow. we're in a landlocked area so um there was no tsunami where we are okay um, but i had a lot of friends that were affected and things like there was nothing in the supermarkets for weeks and there was a knock-on effect but business-wise my sales stopped overnight because nobody mm. wanted to buy nuked cute things from japan or uh, yeah. nuked fabric so that was kind of the big wake-up call and mm -hmm. i decided that one i needed to be making a real income because if we had to get up and leave for whatever reason if mm -hmm. if we weren't relying on my husband's salary we'd have okay. been really stuck so I wanted something that was um, location independent so I could just pick up my laptop and as long as I've got Wi-Fi, I can carry on and earn money. And two, to be making enough money that if something happened, our family would be okay. Yes. So that was my, um, 
my not inspiration but motivation to uh, actually make a change and okay. yeah <laughs> yeah and from that i um i started making online courses and from my readers from the blog i understood that doing the montessori activities wasn't the issue they could do that what they were struggling with was making enough time to put the activities together and create oh. the time to work with the kids. So I took that as the thing that I wanted to, or thing that my people wanted help with and yeah. created um, courses and programs around that really. So that's okay. where it all sort of started. Okay. Is that the answer so, to the question? Do you, <laughs> do you work with a lot of traditional school or homeschool moms? Or are these courses just on your uh, website for people to purchase? Yeah, well, I've got a membership for moms. Um, so it's a monthly thing and we have like a master class I have an expert come in and talk with us each month and we have a, like a mini challenge so that okay. you can get um, what you need done so you're actually implementing what you're learning and then oh. there's the tech vault which is basically just a whole vault full of um, technical technical sounds scary but okay. showing you how to use different apps and how yeah. to create whatever you need to create this uh, because i know the tech is something that stops people like it's a time suck because you don't know how to do something even though it's something simple so i wanted to create a vault so people can just go in and say right i need to do this how do i do it okay these are the steps so yes. you don't need to get spend hours on google trying to find the right right tutorial oh so that that is all on my website um so that's the main thing that i do i also have a uh, a mastermind um, and i do one-on-one -on -one coaching okay if and when awesome. it fits with my needs yeah that is awesome because coming from of the same background I taught college um and working with moms now now that I'm older now that I have a young one and I homeschool I'm seeing that and I love how you found a solution to the problem that you saw moms were having because I am that person I am so not tech savvy um but I had to learn early on in my business when I didn't have enough money to hire someone to do certain things. And you know how they say Google University and YouTube University was my friend, but it pushed, <laughs> yeah. me, but it pushed me to a point of such frustration and you know, countless hours that I wasted trying to figure it out when I wish I could have just had someone to say, okay, here's a course and I can just show you, you know, or I can do it for you, or here's a step-by-step -step blueprint on, on getting it done. 
and I feared technology for so long. Still to this day, it's like, I don't know, some things I'm, I just won't touch um, because I just don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. So I love hearing you say that um, yeah. because it, it is needed in this world of entrepreneurship, um, in this world of business uh, for moms um, and just women who are looking to work from home or who have little ones that they work with. So um, it sounds like you have just uh, done some phenomenal work. And I love how you bring it all together in a location where you share with them two methods that they can reach that ultimate goal um, of not pulling all their hair out, but also having time to do other things that they seek to do, which is enjoy life and enjoy their children yeah. while building their empire. Yeah. So what is the response that um, you've been getting from your audience? Um, well, what I love most is seeing my clients' results. So um, seeing that once they, they get a grip on everything, um, they, they're, they're starting to get results then because they've got the time to actually work on the important start parts of the business instead of, you know, just keeping the head above water, trying to do yes. all of the things, but learning to prioritize and figure out which things they should be focusing on. Mm -hmm. I think once you've nailed that, that makes a huge difference because yes, then the money starts coming in and then you can start hiring out and you're yes. on that ladder then. Yes. So that, that first part where you haven't got enough money to invest in a VA or you know, a specialist to do the job for you, mm -hmm. you're having to bootstrap it, that, that's, that's the hard bit, I think. So I think for me, um, seeing clients actually, uh, like Jordana, when she started with me, just had an idea. So she wanted to create a... Um, a classes for moms with babies learning English mm. so non the Japanese uh, Japanese moms with babies that want to learn English okay. and to have a like book club online with that but she she will admit she has no idea about tech she's completely clueless um, didn't know where to start she just had this idea and that was all and mm -hmm. now she's got she built her own website but it's a beautiful oh, awesome. website that she built herself um she's got the classes she she started the book club and so it's like seeing my client's progression is is the reward i think for me and <laughs> and um, and i think also accepting that it's going to take time because if you can't pay for somebody else to do it, you're going to have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in these days of like instant gratification, it's really hard to accept that your website won't be finished next week. <laughs> you're doing it yourself and you don't know what you're doing. So seeing their journeys, even if they're sometimes slow journeys, is the amazing thing. And yeah, I get um, a lot of love coming back, thanking me for helping them to create their own thing um 
and I think I work with a lot of expats and a lot of those feel that they are stuck with the only choice is to teach English because mm. often because of visa requirements or whatever, they can't do anything else or they don't have the language capabilities, which was my case to go and do some kind of job in Japanese. Okay. So being able to give them the freedom to create their own thing is it's really fulfilling that you know and like i started with nothing so as long as i got the computer that was it yeah. and that's the beauty i think of the the internet these days you can create yeah. these jobs from nothing yeah and it, it does take some technology but it doesn't take that much you know you can cobble it together macgyver yeah. it <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes, that MacGyvering system. Like we, I love no, MacGyver. I, I do too. I really do. My husband thinks I'm strange, but I do. I love that show. Because what you said is true. <laughs> MacGyvering pieces together to make it work when you don't have the finances immediately to hire someone or outsource. You have to do what you have to do to piece your systems together so that everything runs the way it should when it comes to onboarding, um, you know, moving them through that funnel and making sure that everything is automated so that you're not spending so much time in front of a computer, but being able to work from anywhere. So i love this i love this um so there are many people tuned in right now um did you ever imagine or dream that you would be doing what you're doing now no because well <laughs> When I did electronic imaging at university, um, my dream at the time was to get into children's TV and do kind of educational TV shows, okay. uh, but that didn't pan out. But I, I never imagined, like the internet was only just becoming a thing back then. Yeah. And like the likes of Facebook and social media didn't exist at all. So mm -hmm. you just had, chat rooms where really it was just the geeks would hang out in the chat room but like normal people you know regular uh -huh. folk <laughs> um so i don't think i couldn't i couldn't imagine because it didn't it didn't exist it's like i can't imagine what our kids are going to be doing in 20 years time because who knows oh, wow. what take technology is going to take us to that's right which is that's pretty right. exciting and a bit scary yeah <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, we need to keep up with the tech because we've got to help our kids as well, you know, that mm -hmm. we didn't, when we were kids, our parents didn't have to worry about, you know, grooming and things online. That wasn't a thing. Whereas okay. now we've got kids and we really need to understand so we can protect them and yes. teach them how to, how to be safe online. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I, and I, I never, I've always loved travel and um, meeting 
people from other cultures. And when I was a kid, I used to collect pen friends from around the world. Okay. But I never imagined that I could be sat talking to somebody in America, like from the uh -huh. other side of the route, the world. <laughs> and you know, like someday I'll have different uh, coaching clients and I'll have talked to people from like three or four different countries in one day, which just kind of blows my mind really that yes. that's even possible. Yeah. So I think it's a very exciting time, very empowering for mums. Yeah, very, very, because it, it allows us the ability to not be bound by a normal nine to five. If you have the drive and the determination and the ability to um, plan your time, you may not work every day, you may not be able to stick to the same schedule every day, but at least you have a plan. Um, and I think that will, that makes a world of difference um, for moms. Now, are you working on any new projects right now? Well, I'm, I'm launching, well, it's already launched, uh, the Wonder Mom Success Club, which is the membership. So that at the moment is open for people to join at any time, but I might change it to a, a closed membership at some stage. Um, okay. So that is my main thing. Um, trying to get the world out about the Wonder Mom Success Club, because I, I know that when I was starting out, that's the kind of thing I would have loved to be able to have other mums to mastermind with and you yes. know, get their support and help each other out with. Because it's a very lonely world as well. Um, I found that my friends here were mostly in the English teaching world. And when I started talking about anything techie or, you know, opt-ins and lead pages, and they were just like, so in class today, I'm like, no, <laughs> I, need, I needed to be able to talk to other people that understood what I was talking about. Yes. So having that community was really important to build that into the Wonder Mom Success Club. And like we said, having systems to help you create more time, you know, and if mm -hmm. I homeschool as well. So I homeschool, I travel back to the UK once a year. We used to go for five weeks or so and we travel quite a bit outside of that as well but I I can still run my business and I think I think also going off track a little bit okay. when you're in the school system when you're in the school system you're taught that you know from whatever the school hours are nine till three or whatever um, mm -hmm. you have to get this amount of work done in this amount of time and it's basically just training you when you start school when you start work you're nine to five exactly in school you discover that that amount of work that needs to be done in those seven hours at school can be done in three hours yeah you know there's a lot yeah. of i would say faffing around but um <laughs> we so my son went to regular Japanese elementary school, but from junior high, we homeschooled. And he's finished, he's actually grade two, halfway through grade two, physically, but he's yeah. completely finished his junior high. 
because this needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I think that is the same with the mentality um, when you go from a nine to five job, you think, oh, you've got to sit and work solidly for eight hours to get anything done. But the truth of the matter is, if you're focusing on the right things and you've got your priorities in line, it doesn't take out eight hours a day. You can do it in three hours a day. Mm. And so you, you can still create a business and still create income without it taking up eight hours a day. And I think that is a mindset shift. And once you've nailed that, that really helps with, and then like things like the automation and making sure that you've got systems in place, yeah. you can build on. So I think all that is really important to, to get your head around when you're first starting out, that you don't need mm-hmm. to be sat there for eight hours a day. This is not a nine to five job. It's a couple of hours here, half an hour there, 10 minutes here mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of job. <laughs> you are definitely talking my language right now because I had to learn that the hard way. Coming from corporate America, I had the mindset of that I had to be sitting in front of my computer for eight hours. And I learned what you said, that mindset shift. But I had to first learn that it was the decluttering of all of the things that I was taught when it came to me running a business from home and homeschooling. Um, because my job taught me from eight to five, five thirty, this is what you should be doing. You only get an hour lunch and that's it. To now have the mindset of, okay, how am I going to effectively run a business, run my home, teach my child, and then have time for myself as a woman? and a mother, and a wife. Impossible. But then you hear in the entrepreneurial world, grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. You know, only the people who are up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning are getting stuff done. No, because when my child wakes up in the morning, it's go time. (laughs) So that, everything (laughs) you just said, it's such... um, it needed to be said, and I hope that everyone who's listening hears that. As moms, I learned to work in sometimes half-hour blocks, sometimes 90-minute blocks, sometimes it's a two-hour block, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done until later on. Because I'm not going to be bound by the computer all day. So I love everything that you just mentioned. It, it, it's so on point. Um, so as we are wrapping it up, um, what what are two things that you could leave our listeners with today, something that they can take away that will maybe inspire them or empower them as moms? Um, well, I think... Firstly, no matter what you're doing, you're doing it as a mum and you're doing a great job. And you might have those days where, you know, everything goes wrong and the kids hate you and you think that you're the worst mum in the world. 
but you, at the end of the day you've tucked them in they're still alive they're fed they're watered you know you're doing a great job so we all have bad days don't beat yourself up about it yeah. um and secondly it's more an act i'm very much about the action and actually implementing stuff so if you're stuck on that kind of hamster wheel and say you know like your morning routine or your after school routine where you've got so much going on stop and make a list of um exactly what you're doing and how long those jobs take and not in your head how long they take because often we'll say oh you know i've got to do such and such and it takes 10 minutes but the reality is it takes 30. so write it down and time it you only have to do it for a couple of days and you will see that you're trying to jam way too much stuff into too little time and that that is a big wake-up call because once you actually do that you can start you know decluttering getting rid of things that are not important and yes. um, things that have just become part of the routine that are you, you don't need to be doing anymore right. and prioritizing you know if you want to spend time maybe reading with your kid or doing some activities or whatever after school mm-hmm. but you're not getting time to do that you need to sit down and figure out why and I think that's something that this is one exercise that my mums do that always come back and say oh, why why didn't I think about that <laughs> and it's because we just get into this like survival mode of doing yeah. doing doing yeah. and then we're adding in soccer lessons and piano lessons on top of everything else. and expecting the time to be able to expand yeah (laughs) so stop and actually analyze um, how you're trying to fit everything into one hour and uh, go from there that is awesome that one i know is a is a game changer so yeah yes and if anyone's got any questions they can come over and find me in there well, I'm glad you said no, that, that because that's that, my big one. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to lead into the last thing that I'm going to ask you to do. And that is how can people get in contact with you? Can you kind of share where they can find you on social media, um, your email? How can they find you and work with you? Well, if you go to Google and type in Jojo Ebby, which is J-O-J-O-E-B-I, I will pop up everywhere. That's, that's my handle for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the whole works. My website okay. is all Jojo Ebby. So, um, because obviously nobody can say Ebby Sujima <laughs> <laughs> or, or spell it. Um, yes. So just that and, and you'll find me um i'm not on snapchat and tiktok yet <laughs> <laughs> but you'll find me on facebook uh, instagram uh, twitter um yeah you can just my website is jojoby.com and i've got a um, facebook group moms that rock for moms that are working online or you know, running their own business and want other moms to just hang out with so that's a free group you can come and join the community there awesome all right well you all heard it here i have had the pleasure of having miss joe and i'm gonna try it abby sujima 
on Chocolate Chat Cafe. Yes. Conversations. <laughs> yes, I got it. With Tamara, I have enjoyed this interview and we will more than likely have her back in on the show again soon because I love this conversation and I would love to go more in detail. So until next time, you all remember a pearl isn't a pearl until it's out of its shell. You all have an awesome evening.